Hi guys, I'm Mitch Stocker and this is Talking Luft, live from the Peloton's new mini-series and we've got Ella Harris on. If you haven't heard her podcast, go across to the Cycling Podcast and check out the full-length podcast with her. She's a Zwift Academy winner, now riding professional with Canyon Shram women's team. But it's pretty interesting to hear that she won essentially a video game, physical video game, and became pro from it. So... Go and check her uh, full podcast out at the Cycling Podcast. But now what I've got coming up for you is Talking Luft. And I'm sure you're already aware what it is. You've heard the other episodes the last few weeks. If you haven't, go back and check them out. Just 10 minutes finding out some quirky little questions, some style, some coffee talk, some drink talk, some riding talk. So sit back and enjoy. I certainly have been enjoying the last few weeks. Um, Still in lockdown here. And traveling along all right, I, I'm going to admit to you guys, in the very beginning of this, I thought having kids was a downfall. It was, it was not having kids, but having kids in lockdown. I thought I was the one doing it tough. You know, I got kids, I got to entertain them. But actually, I'm the one who's entertained the whole time. And finding time to even record the podcast has been tough. So... I have been quite busy in lockdown. Um, I've been enjoying my time and I don't know how I'm going to find uh, time to do my normal life once I get back to it, whenever that is. So, look, that's enough of me blabbing on. Here's Ella Harris. Sit back and enjoy this one, guys. Cheers. Well, here we are. We're talking Luft with Ella Harris. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start straight into it. Cycling caps, caskets. How do you wear yours? Well, not too sure. I don't often wear a cap, but when I do, I think the correct term is peak up. So mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah, that's, that's all I really know about cycling caps is that you've got to have the peak up. I think that's I think that's what you're supposed to. to have. Normally I wear one. You don't have to, you can wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Normally I'm only wearing one when it's wet out because I hate when the rain starts coming into my eyes. So if it's raining or if there's a chance of rain, I always have a cap on, but I always obviously have to have the peak up so I can actually see where I'm going. So yeah, that's but- doesn't that defeat the purpose of the rain going in your eyes? I would think you've got to have the peak down when the rain's coming in your eyes. No, it's more from like a, it just absorbs all the wetness that's coming into your helmet. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's not necessarily like stopping it coming into your eyes. It's just like preventing it from even getting out of your helmet. Yeah. That's what about if you just thing for me? What about if you're just walking around or you stop at a coffee shop or you're going to a sign-in and you're just wearing a cap, no helmet? What would you – how would you wear it then? Um, I think I'd – because for females, it's obviously a, a hair sort of thing as well. So I'd have my hair in a low bun. Um, mm. I'd have the cap fairly firmly on my head. I think the lift term, that's like when it would have a bit of volume in there, but I'm not really into that. I think I'd have it quite – quite firmly padded down on my head with the cap. With Skull the cap caps, up. would you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're actually 
when we go to podium presentations, we have to wear a little cap. So, yeah. That's the rule, is it? Yeah. We have little podium what, caps that we wear. What are the, what's the general consensus on the way to wear it then when you go out with the team? Well, to be completely honest, I didn't really know there were multiple ways of wearing a cycling cap. <laughs> I just think, you know, peek up, make sure it's not too high on your head and you're right, really. What, you've never, you've never considered backwards? Not with a cycling cap, no. <laughs> Maybe with like a classic rip curl cap from that you'd wear to the beach, but no, not with a cycling cap. All right, all right. I think we've wait. One thing I want to ask there is: so, what's the general consensus with the hair then for for girls? They have the hair out. I could imagine if I had quite long hair, like longer mm. than mullet hair, I would have to have it just out with the cap, not tied up at all. Yeah. Um. I don't really think cycling caps are a big thing for females anyway. So I don't really think there's like a general, there aren't any general do's and don'ts when it comes to females wearing cycling caps. So I guess hair out. Yeah, that works. But personally, it's not really my style. Yeah. All right. Well, then let me take you back to this one. If you could have raced back in the era of no helmets, mm. what would you have done? Tried to find a helmet. Well, there was no helmet, so you had to go okay. without. So you had to go either with a with a cap or mm. with a headband. Potentially headband, that could be cool. With mm. your hair out flowing in the wind. Or would you just have like the big plait, like that big plait that you normally have, just that with a headband? Oh, that would have been sick one. <laughs> I used to wear headbands when I was like five, so probably not. I don't think I'd go with a headband. I think yeah, I think it would be a cap. Backwards. No, definitely forwards. Or maybe slightly to the side, a bit of a tilt going on. <laughs> All right. Tips to <laughs> why you're racing. Yeah. All right. Well, tell me about what's your favorite race, whether you've done it or you haven't done it. It could be just a, a men's race you like watching or even one race that you we don't even know about back in New Zealand. Mm, that's a big question. Requires a little bit of thinking, actually. Um Hmm. I'll just say um, the races I've always wanted to do that I haven't quite got to yet are Strada Bianchi, definitely, and the Giro Rosa. Mm, But in terms of races that I have done and I really like, I think just any good race at home, really, just a good club race with with the Masters men, they always just put me to the sword. Just, you know, a nice, a nice, challenging, honest course, a handicap race. That's what I like. Good old handicap race. What about, Volc- what about Whitopia Volcano? Oh, I did that last week. It was a little bit rough, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crosswinds or mountains? Mountains. Definitely. What's your um, favorite training session? Oh... This is going to sound really bad, but I actually listened to the Luke Durbridge podcast the other day. And Mm. whenever I've been asked this question before, I've always thought to myself, I don't really know if the session I really like is actually a proper training session. And then he said it, just the zone two for like hours on end. That's just my favorite. (laughs) Just, just, Just pressing on the pedals for just hours and coming home and just being absolutely cracked, but just Zone two, zone three, just right to the door, just all day, every day. That's my favorite. Nice. I like it. What about racing or training? Uh, 
depends what time of year it is. At the moment, I definitely like to be racing, but if it's summer and I just, I, there's just something about junk haze and stopping for cafe stops in the middle of nowhere, that sort of thing I really like. So, yeah, bit of both, I think. Well, seeing as we're talking about that, at your coffee stop, mm. what is what is your what's your go to snack? Is it savory or sweet, or what is it? Oh, it's normally obviously a coffee. Um, it would change depending on if I was in New Zealand or Spain. But in New Zealand, I think I would go for um, a flat white with maybe it depends on what the cafe is offering. Really, sometimes it's the savory scroll, savory scone. Or sometimes it's a slice or a cinnamon scroll. I just like to mix it up every once in a while. It's never the same. Mm, nice. And and in Spain? Oh, Spain's a bit more limited, so just normally a cortado or something. The food doesn't really tickle my fancy in, Sp- in Spanish cafes. So you do nothing, no food at all? Oh, the, no, well, that cafe we stopped at in Tossa, that had a really good muffin, so... That was good, but then that's quite an exception. Like you don't really find those too often. I've got to take you up to the place in Olot. You will lose your mind. Oh, really? Yeah. We were supposed Hidden to get up there, but oh, okay. it just never eventuated that training ride. Oh, but, um, damn. Next, next time. Missed out. Kev knows about it. Okay. I'll be sure to try and make it there then. All right. Let's talk coffee then. You did allude to it. Flat white. Is that your coffee of choice? Yes, that is my coffee of choice. All day, every day? Uh, flat white in the morning, something a little bit stronger in the afternoon, if you want to be precise about it. I do. <laughs> what, without milk? Uh, no, I think in Australia you have like a piccolo or an, a magic. I discovered the magic mm. when I was at Cadell's and that was great. Explain, do you, know, do you actually know what a magic is? I did a little bit of Googling. I think it's like two espresso shots to the same amount of milk, something like that? I think it is, from mm. what I understand, a double ristretto. Ristretto, yeah. With um, a half portion of milk, which means like uh. a half half of like a latte. Oh, so okay. like a, essentially a piccolo with a double ristretto. So ridiculous. Mm. So it's perfect though. You get the double ristretto, so you get the double sweetness rather than the full espresso of yeah. Mm, nice, really good call. Good. The magic. Mm, I, I reckon you struggle struggle to get a magic in Spain. I reckon. I don't even think you can get one in Dunedin. So <laughs> yeah, I'm out of uh, luck. <laughs> when you're training, do you like to train with a group or alone? Oh, but of both. When I'm out of motivation, definitely in a group, but. Going back to the zone two thing, I just, by yourself, zone two for a few hours is really good. What about favorite training route? Oh, that's another toughie. Um, in Girona, I do like a good Olot loop, actually. Mm. It's quite nice. Um, but obviously the coast, St. Hilary, too many options. What but, way do you go when you like you do your Olot loop? Uh Normally up the valley first. I don't know what the what the valley's called. Up what? past Les Planes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you go you go through Les Planes that way, past St Gregory, and then turn right and then yes. go up. Yep. Yes, that sounds about right. Yeah. So for all the listeners out there, it's like a gradual. Clockwise. 
Yeah, quite it's quite a, quite a nice road. It's sort of gradually going up with a small climb and then you turn onto a big road and then it's a, still uphill the whole way up to Olot and then you get to Olot and then which way do you come home? Well, you can actually do some really nice roads around the back of Olot, so I like to take yeah. my time around there. But then definitely through the the volcanic area, I don't know what it's called, Met Mary's, something like that. Oh, I yeah, nice. Yeah. Back through Santa Pau, back to Banyoles. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice. Although the roads around the back of St. Hilary, the back of back and beyond as I'd like to describe it, they're really good. I like those as well. So that's your favourite route. What about in New Zealand? Mm, the classic high road loop. If you're from Dunedin, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> nice. Around the harbour. All right, and finally... What is your cheat meal, your go-to celebration food? It could be after one of those long zone two days or it could be after a hard race or even a hard block. You go, you know what? Looks like I need to go to it. What is it? Oh, I really need more time to think about these sorts of questions. It should I, just be there on the tip of your head, the thing is on the tip of your tongue. It's not. That's the thing. A good burger or a, or a pizza, I guess, mm. but... I can just eat anything, honestly. Just carbs, comfort carbs. <laughs> the more carbs, the merrier. <laughs> Bread. Ah, oh, beautiful. <laughs> well, that's talking love for another week. Thanks, Ella. It's not a problem. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys are enjoying his little mini series. Send in some questions or I've been getting a little bit of feedback about some extra little questions I'm going to put in. So for the next one I'm going to do, I'm doing Adam Hansen on the next podcast. Really interesting podcast. I've already got it recorded. I still need to record a talking luft with him. So send in some other ideas and maybe we can pad these out to about 15 minutes. I don't want them to be super long. So just short and sharp, some little quirky questions, a bit of a laugh. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying them. I want to say thanks to Lara, who's been helping me a lot during this time to get these episodes out. And also with the normal podcast, the cycling podcast, who have been supporting me really well. So guys, I hope you're all doing well out there in the lockdown world. I hope you're safe. Until next week or until the next fortnight, this is Talking Luft. Cheers. Cheers.